0: it's Chris Wendelkin and this is On The Line the NBA podcast we're talking all things NBA free agency today thanks for tuning in if you're new to the show you can tweet at me at line underscore pod find us on Instagram check out previous episodes on our website onthelinepodcast.com check out a deep dive a draft it's all up there last if you could rate, review, subscribe to the show and Stitcher iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get podcasts it's greatly appreciated Alright guys, welcome back. Free agency is upon us. It's here. What's going on? This is Madness. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Are you kidding me? Jimmy Butler is headed to Miami, we think. Kemba Walker is uh, is relocating to the Boston Celtics. Klay Thompson and D'Angelo Russell will be playing for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, it has been a circus of a 24-hour a news cycle here in the NBA. Hope you're enjoying it um on the show today, Ben and I are going to talk all things free agency, all things sign and trade. We have a surprise phone call from Laker Diehard, Trevor Einhorn, who is uh, nervously awaiting. Uh, the Lakers either signing Kawhi Leonard? Are they going to sign uh, some G leaguers? Are they going to move on to Plan B's? What's happening? Here it is, my conversation with the one, the only Trevor Einhorn and Ben Croft. Ben Craw is back on the line. Ben, we uh, we narrowly avoided being detained at the U.S. Mexico border earlier Oof. in the week. I can't yes. believe it's just just a week. Um, but the NBA and draft, the NBA draft and free agency hasn't skipped a beat. Uh, how you doing, man? How are you enjoying these uh, early NBA summer fireworks?
1: I mean, thank God, Chris, we made it back across that Mexican border, um, because otherwise we would not have been able to do all the reporting <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 just incredibly diligent, sleepless. Um, you know. The past seventy-two hours uh, to to get all of this free agency news out there That's to right. our listeners, That's um, right. folks. We've w- got we've got some major major stories to break here. Some
0: major breaking news uh, for those who maybe haven't heard our last episode or two. Ben and I were on an OTL um, paid vacation in Mexico. We were making our way back to the border with Ben's lovely wife, Kate, and we were detained. <laughs> and uh, we did
1: have to ask. Customers. It may or may not have been a self-induced detainment. Um, we
0: did have to ask uh, Border Patrol to sort of grant some leniency, as we, you know, we said, "Look, we have some breaking news here. We're working on a major, some major NBA news. We do need yeah. to get back
1: to the United States." The Border Patrol officer did not realize <laughs> who we were uh, when right. we were when we were initially detained, but yes. luckily, um, we flo- some, we may
0: have floated a uh, all OTL. Third team, you know, like there may have been some third team all OTL offers made to a border yep. patrol agent.
1: Yep, with some under the table connections yeah. and and some backdoor dealings. That's right. Um, we were able to shake th- shake free of the authorities, <laughs> um, much much like uh, all OTL uh, coaching staff member Quinn Snyder. Quinn <laughs> Snyder. Um, That's right. Uh, we yeah um, we took a page out of his playbook and uh, and 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 uh, shook free. So. Yeah! Wow, here we we are. We've, we were here. We got we got back just in time for probably the craziest day in NBA history. Maybe, I don't man. I don't it really know. Be, like <laughs> yeah, it's really
0: <it's laughs> <laughs> up there with like the uh, the past. It seems like every summer free agency just gets ratcheted up. It's like a little just even crazier and crazier. Um, yeah, m-
1: maybe. But man, I really think this one's going to go down. Um, yeah. Like. Jesus fucking Christ! Right, um, right, yeah. All right, Ben.
0: Uh, so yesterday, uh, it, it, it is currently Monday. Yesterday, free agency. Yesterday, Sunday, June thirtieth, kicked yeah, off. Yeah, I don't. Free agency. I honestly
1: don't know what day it is, what hour it is. <laughs> right.
0: So we are we are about I don't know a day and a half into uh, NBA free agency here, and Ben, uh, I thought you know it's just been such an overwhelming day or so of signings, transactions, acquisitions, trades. Um, I thought what we would do is very simply, I will quickly run through all the the major kind of headlining transactions that happen. And then we can talk about some some big takeaways, stuff we liked, stuff we didn't like, stuff we're waiting on. um, And just, yeah, kick it from there. Does that
1: work for you? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, okay. let's 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 dig in here. We've listen. We've been working. You and I. Yes. S- you know, seventy two straight Non-stop. hours. Non-stop. Working, working our. Uh, you know, inside uh, league contacts, uh, insider league contacts, and and and. You know, I've burned through uh, yes. seven cell phones and four laptops <laughs> over here. Um. So I think I think it's time for us to to dig into what all all the reporting that we've been doing, and uh, well, here it is. Fi- here's figure here's out the where we summation
0: are. of our diligent work. Uh, I'm going to sprint through these names and deal terms as quickly as humanly possible. Without further ado, here we go. Cue the music. Um, Here are the 2019, summer of 2019, 2020 uh, NBA free agent signings. We had Kevin Durant, four years, $164 million to the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving, four years, $140 million to the Brooklyn Nets. Jimmy Butler, four years, $140 million a sign and trade that we're still waiting on to the Miami Heat. Kemba Walker, four years, one hundred and forty-one million dollar deal to the Boston Celtics. Clay Thompson nearing completion on a five-year, one hundred and ninety million contract extension with the Golden State Warriors.
1: Yes, I believe that that one's a done deal. I don't know if you saw his his Instagram post uh, uh, using the Wolf of Wall Street clip to announce that um, officially. Bam.
0: Fantastic, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, four years, $117 million sign and trade with the Golden State Warriors. Tobias Harris, five years, $180 million deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Damian Lillard gets an extension from the Portland Trailblazers, four years, $196 million. Al Horford, four years, $109 million with the Philadelphia 76ers. Chris Middleton, $178 million, five years from the Milwaukee Bucks. Malcolm Brogdon, four years, $85 million from the Indiana Pacers. Chris Porzingis, five years, $158 million from the Dallas Mavericks. Harrison Barnes, four years, $85 million from the Sacramento Kings. Nikola Vucevic, four years, $100 million with the Orlando, Mag- with the Orlando Magic. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, four years, $73 million with the Utah Jazz. JJ Reddick, two years, $26 million with the New Orleans Pelicans. Hassan Whiteside has been traded to the Blazers for Samurai Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard. Julius Randle, three years, $63 million with the New York Knicks. Ricky Rubio, three years, $51 million with the Phoenix Suns. Terry Rozier, three years, $58 million with the Charlotte Hornets. Derek Rose, two years, $15 million with the Detroit Pistons. Patrick Beverley, three years, $40 million with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, George Hill, three years, $29 million with the Bucks brooke lopez to the bucks four years 52 million dollars terrence ross four years 54 million dollars jonas valanchunas to the grizzlies three years 45 million dollars deandre jordan to the brooklyn nets four years 40 million bucks and ben mercifully i'm gonna call it quits here with dwayne Dedman to the sacramento <laughs> kings three years million. There are tons of other signings that have happened, including Rudy Gay, Bobby Portis, Reggie Bullock, Jeremy Lamb, Thomas Bryant, Thaddeus Young, Taj Gibson, Dwight Powell, all these guys, Damari Carroll. We could go on and on and on and on, uh, but for the sake of our listening audience at home, let's call it quits there. Um, So yeah, man, I think obviously the big headliners are Durant, Irving, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, Clay Thompson, D'Angelo Russell, Tobias, Lillard, Horford, Middleton. Um, Just give me some thoughts, impressions of what the last day and a half has been like for you.
1: I would say, in a word, um, I am having fun. Uh, This this has (laughs) been... Actually, that's two words. Um, But yeah, it's funny. I was like so done with this whole free agency period um, up until Sunday because of the number of fucking podcasts showing up in my feed that were NBA free agency preview podcasts um, where it was just endless speculating and wondering, like, what's going to happen. Like, by the time it finally rolled around, I was like, I am sick of this. This is, like, really just, like, mind-numbing, like, trying to go through, you know, like like a news feed and being like, oh, you know, like someone is reporting that like uh, Dwayne Dedman is getting interest from like seven different teams. And I was like, wow, that's fascinating. That's really... Call me when something um,
0: happens, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then things started happening and suddenly it was so much crazier and and wilder and like more like just bracing and like heart pounding than like I ever anticipated, even though I had been so completely like beaten down and and kind of, like, jaded by, like, the lead-up to it. Like, when, when shit actually started flying, I was like, whoa, what, what is going... Like, it?" yeah, like, we, we were all sort of, like, prepared for this, but I feel like it still kind of exceeded everyone's expectations in terms of, like, just the insanity. Like, the things that, like, were expected, the things that made absolutely no sense whatsoever, that were completely out of left field. I mean, the fact that <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers... Um, now have a starting five where like the shortest player is like <laughs> six foot ten. Um, <laughs> uh, like the fact that fucking D'Angelo Russell is going to be a mm-hmm. Golden State Warrior. The fact, I mean, like. Yeah. The fact that um, like so much shit, like Jimmy Butler, which I so that's still as of the time of this recording um, not finalized, correct? The Miami, yeah, uh, that uh, is Philadelphia. The, I uh, am
0: unclear. It seems like as the at the moment it seems it like, was like
1: one way or the other, Jimmy done Butler and undone like four different pro- times.
0: Pro- Jimmy Butler will probably be going to the Miami Heat. It's unclear yeah. how exactly that's happening. I imagine which is perfect. By I imagine the way. Hassan Whiteside going to the Blazers helps facilitate this somehow maybe there's yeah more i think about. after the I
1: white side move they have like one more player they need to ship to okay. um to get to to make but room for jimmy we, we um, are
0: expecting jimmy to be in miami this yeah.
1: fall right okay. i mean fingers crossed I, I i would love nothing more um he's the perfect villain to to play in that perfect uh, villain city i
0: gotta say man like for me the biggest thing my biggest takeaway which he started hitting on was like the element of surprise and yeah. it really was not excluding KD. Like, yeah, mm. Kate, I mean, like, beyond KD and Kyrie going to the Nets, which I don't think is, like, that crazy or surprising. Like, it shouldn't... I don't yeah, know, that I just, was
1: obviously... That, that, that was an option that we all sort of had in our minds. Yeah, um, and I so just that wasn't, like...
0: It's interesting to me, because I live in New York, and I think a lot has been made about the fact that those guys are going to what has long been considered like the B franchise between the Knicks and the Nets. Like the Knicks were the marquee A franchise and the Nets were like the B team. And like for once the B team got like the marquee um, talent, but I, don't think like that's that surprising. I mean, the Nets are a playoff team; they're like a good team. They should be attracting interest. And the Knicks are the Knicks were the worst team in the NBA last year. It shouldn't be that sure. surprising that like players aren't like flocking to go there. But that's that um, aside. The, the Durant discussion aside, and we will have a larger Durant Irving discussion. Oh, oh um, yes, we will. <laughs> I, I, I was surprised by how uh, I, I, I was surprised by the number of. Like, D'Angelo Russell, to me, going to Golden State was like, wow, really? That's happening? I really didn't foresee that. Or, you know, like, yeah. Butler getting signed and tra- traded to Miami is not something that was totally on my radar. Yeah. Um, or or uh, uh, Al Horford going to the Sixers is like, geez, I could have penciled Al Horford in, in, a, in a couple different places, probably wouldn't have expected him on the Sixers.
1: I mean, how about JJ heading down to the Big Easy?
0: I love it. I mean I'm <laughs> not I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not angry about the fit. I'm just more surprised that like, oh, it's New Orleans. Like I, I would have expected yeah. JJ in Brooklyn, I could have imagined JJ playing for the Knicks, something like East Coast or something like with the Lakers. Hey, hang on for one sec. Sure. That was Trevor Einhorn. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I imagine that was a call about something Laker related. <laughs> um,
1: oh man, yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah.
0: Mm, part of me is tempted to patch him in on this
1: conversation. I am totally down for that. If you, if you feel so inclined. Hey, dude, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Is I'm this merging
0: working? yeah, I'm gonna merge okay. onto a call with Ben Craw. We're on the podcast one sec. Here we go. All right, folks. We have uh we have some breaking news. Ben and I were in the middle of the pod doing our free agency roundup when we got a call from the airport from friend of the pod, Trevor Einhorn, Laker Diehard, Trevor Einhorn. Trev, you are currently at the airport. Talk to me about your mindset, what's happening in Lakerland. How you doing, man?
2: I'm uh I'm sitting at a Burbank, small airport Jesus. and a Guy Fietti's Guy Fieri's uh, restaurant bar <laughs> restaurant <laughs> bar situation. Okay, currently, currently scrolling Twitter every five seconds just to see if Woj will drop any new news. Here's what the call the call the call stemmed from. Like, I just have two things that I can't shake out of my head right now, and I just wanted to get like the pod's take on this. Sure. Here's what I'm nervous about. Like, there's in my mind, there's like three scenarios that like I don't quite understand exactly the d'angelo russell going to the warriors in my mind there has to be some certainty from or at least you would think from lakers management and lakers la representation to like the agents or something that knows something more because like for them to just not even get a meeting with D'Angelo and give the go-ahead to just sign with this Warriors is crazy. Like, to me, it means that you have something in your back pocket that you don't know about, right? So, so, mm-hmm. so that right away, like to just like cancel a meeting that was so very public. And so like, especially with all his sports endorsements, there's something going on there where they have some sort of guaranteed commitment from something. Don't know what that is exactly. I was I was a little on the fence about Kawhi and now here's my other like concern. My concern right now is like, it's looking like Lakers are putting themselves in the position to get Kawhi. Like it, it's great. Like that, that's the position. Oh, he right? is
0: clearly their target, right?
2: Sure, as as I mean, unless we don't know something. But what really makes me nervous, right? If Kawhi, like like if Kawhi is so like if this Lakers Kawhi situation is so kind of like locked up behind the scenes, which no one is really saying, why the fuck? Is Drake so silent right now? No one is talking about this. But if I was Drake <laughs> and I just won a championship and my star player is talking about leaving, to me, I think Kawhi and Drake, there's a possibility that they're just having a field day by corrupting the Lakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Like I like I am Ooh. in my head thinking, like, if I was Drake, why would I not be yelling right now and calling out Kawhi for even taking meetings you know what i mean he knows something too he knows something too there's nothing in it for drake for Kawhi to go to the lakers you know ben, so why is he so quiet that's just where my concerns ben, are i just that that's my concern
0: ben i gotta say i did not consider the drake element here
1: yeah. Somehow, I I forgot all about Drake as a as a major player in in this whole uh, in, in these in these proceedings. Trev, um, fascinating. And I haven't seen
2: anyone talk about Drake. But where the hell is he? The guy was well, well, social to that, be royalty yeah, for the finals. Course. Like, how could you not be heated right now talking about like just like giving up on Toronto? There's no way that Kawhi and Drake don't talk. There's no mm-hmm. way that like there's something going on oh here. Like he might just be. He might just be fucking with everybody Trevor could.
0: Absolutely fascinating perspective. You always bring something major to the table. Today you bring Drake. Uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I just I can tremendous.
1: understand now I can understand now why that call was so urgent, uh, Trevor. Um, it's just th- like it's th- the th- only th- scenario
2: I haven't I haven't been explained why yet. Yeah. So to me, to me, the Clippers doesn't make sense. The Clippers doesn't make sense. If he wanted to go to the Clippers, you might as well just stay in Toronto because you basically would be signing up to do the same exact thing that you just did last season. I don't know what is in it for him unless he's really just like weirdly competitive and just wants to do that on the, on the West coast. I have no idea. Right. But talk to us. Lakers are still in. Talk to us about your confidence.
0: Yeah. Talk to us about your confidence level with kawaii here i mean are are, are you uh,
2: can you I, give I think any- i i think the main storyline is that like either either like lebron has a really lebron has like a really big hand in like the managerial side of things that we don't know about and like is pretty fine with like whether we get Kawhi or not. Like I do think that we, I do think that like Lakers, no matter what, whether Kawhi Leonard is there, are still in a pretty solid position to yeah. be a real nice threat in the West. Of you course. know, like I mean, Anthony like, Davis and
0: LeBron, they're going to be, they're going to be a playoff contender, man. They're going to be like yeah, one of the leaders like, in the West.
2: That's what I think. I think like, you know, don't play them super hard. Keep us it keep us in the playoffs. Keep them healthy and just get some guy. I mean, if you look at Toronto's team, we barely knew who the hell they were besides Kawhi. You know, like it's possible to pick up guys sure. that just like sort of fit the mold of a of a good team. But the way, these, the way free agency is looking right now, it's just you don't know who's competing with who. Is it like general managers competing with general managers, or is it players trying to make super teams against each other? I don't know. I it, don't know. It's
0: moved so fast, man. It's been incredible to see these names flying off the board. So let me ask you, Trev. So... You know, if it, what, what's what's the plan B here for the Lakers? What's the fallback plan if if Kawhi goes back to Toronto? Obviously, the marquee names are off the board now, right? Kawhi, uh, Kyrie is yeah. committed to Brooklyn. Kemba is in Boston. Klay Thompson yeah. is resigning with Golden State. I, I, DeAngelo's in Golden State. I think
2: State. you, I think you like. I'm not even kidding, but like you look at like D League, and you look at like high percentage shooters, and you look at guys that just won't lose the ball and can you know just run can can hopefully run 7 minutes you know just like you just need guys that like can can play i don't i don't necessarily i think i think they've set themselves up right now where if it's not Kawhi, we're not going to see names that everyone goes and gets excited right. about.
0: Would you would you would you save the cap space, Trev, or would you? I mean, like, I get. I guess that's like the million dollar question, or the thirty million dollar question is like, do what? you do you take that thirty two million dollars of available cap space and start dividing it up amongst role players, I, or do you, I ho- do you save no, it no, and wait I for No, I actually
2: someone? hope. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually what I'm hoping for now. Like, if they don't spend this thirty million on Kawhi, then I... I think they try to be as clever as possible for future stuff because um, it would be a waste of money at this point. The name, the name, like to spread out the 30 million now is actually a waste because there really isn't anybody. But we haven't heard anything about Danny Green yet. And why is Kawhi and Danny Green like uh, pairing there. You know what I mean? We haven't heard a lot there.
1: Well, Danny Danny Green said that he wasn't going to go anywhere until he knew what Kawhi was doing. He wanted to stick by his side. Um, but so the thing about that that $30 million, Trev, is that the Lakers have to spend it because they have to fill a roster. They have like, what, four guys? They just signed they signed Troy Daniels today, right? But other than that, yeah, two million. Other other than that, they had they didn't make any actual signings uh, since l- last night, did they? No, no, no. That was the first move. Yeah. And, and the Knicks and the Knicks have literally signed all the other guys. <laughs> that
2: they were oh, looking, have like, you yeah. ever heard? Have you Plugin. ever heard of a more on-brand Knicks team? Taz Gibson oh. and Julius. <laughs> Fantastic, Vettel.
1: but but seriously, they're like like Wayne Wayne Ellington and Reggie Bullock were guys that like the Lakers were like were like I think pretty seriously like trying to trying to get their hands on because they you know the whole like.
2: You have to assume you have to assume that like if they don't get Kawhi, we're going to hear about some very major verbal drama that went down because there's no realistic reason why they've been so quiet unless they got a verbal commitment from something.
1: Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Wait. Yeah. So I want to go back actually to a previous thing you said about, uh, D'Angelo. So when you say, so I, I saw something where, uh, Mark Stein, I think said on like the Dan Patrick show that, um, that golden state was basically like got him to trade him. So when you say like there's another thing um, you know there's another shoot to drop do you are you still hopeful or optimistic that LA can get their hands on on Russell?
2: Uh, I just think that like here's like what I'm noticing about like NBA right now is that like mm. the bigger stories are not necessarily the player. The bigger stories are the amount of money that someone's getting. And, like, what agency they're with. Like, when I see things like CAA agent of D'Angelo mm. Russell claims, it's like it just means that, like, there's so much behind the scenes stuff rather than, like, their skill set that, like, who sets things up like that? Who, like, says D'Angelo Russell is excited to meet with L.A., excited about uh, future yeah. endorsement deals, and then all of a sudden gets the go-ahead to close at Golden State? There's something
1: else happening, 100%. So what do you think that is? Like, him going to a different team? or
2: Yeah, for sure. He's he, uh, Well, I mean, yeah. Or, or uh, well, now you mix that with what Klay Thompson just signed. What was that, $190 million?
1: Yep. Yeah, he got the max, baby.
2: Yeah, so he got $190 million. You have... Uh, d'angelo at 117 they they then uh, confirmed clay after getting uh d'angelo um there's going to be a trade they're gonna make some room they're they're committing to something but golden state is always smart they're smart about they're smart about who they got their eye
1: on. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this, this Russell thing, I was just like, this doesn't make sense because like they, it's just like not the kind of move that Golden State would make. And in order to make it, obviously they had to give up Iggy, but they're probably also gonna have to give up like Kevon Looney and Jordan Bell and like basically the entire rest of their roster in order to, to fit this guy on. It just he doesn't seem like a Warriors player. Like him and Curry together like makes no sense. Like I don't you know, know, and
2: and I'm totally on board with the theory of. Golden State pulls the trigger on D'Angelo to mess with Lakers' plan. But there's no agent in the world that would like just like even Lakers management wouldn't just give it all up unless like unless we are saying that D'Angelo Russell is so butthurt by the relationship with Magic Johnson that this was just a
1: big ploy. Like, yeah. It's just
2: not like the Lakers have kind of been a joke already. No one needs to like get payback on them. You know yeah, what I mean? Man.
1: Right, right. I don't think that's how teams operate, like trolling their opponents that hard. Will, also, the, these they're, guys they're, have like,
0: short memories. Like when you're getting paid that much money, it's like, yeah, hey, forgive and forget, right? You know? What yeah. I mean? yeah.
2: And, <laughs> like... and, and, and if anything, if anything, they're like, who cares? The whole team is gone. Nick Young's gone. Yeah. Like now it's LeBron there and Anthony Davis who wouldn't want to play there. So I have a very hard. I I, I just have a hard time thinking that like that meeting got thrown out the window for Golden State unless someone got a verbal commitment about something. I don't know what that is, but also the Drake silence is very suspect (laughs) to me. And guys, I have to board this plane right now. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Trevor
0: Einhorn, we love you. We appreciate you. uh,
2: I'm hoping, I'm hoping in an hour and 20 when I land, I have some, major reports that you might get a <laughs> phone call from me
1: some some deep some deep insider insights from from trev einhorn Thank we'll talk you, to you soon
2: trev i'm safe turning flight. the wi-fi i'm turning the wi-fi off so i'm not getting any updates this, this wow. is going to be yes. a very stressful flight
1: <laughs> safe God's travels buddy we'll luck. talk
0: to
2: you soon
1: see you guys all right, Take care. all right man
0: okay so ben we are back we just and had we're back. an incredible i mean just what a dynamite phone conversation with laker diehard trevor einhorn the voice of laker nation with some I mean, absolutely incredible intel i never really yeah. considered the drake element of all of this
1: when you've got that kind of talent on your bench uh just to step up and for us a, for a, you know a spot yeah. pinch pinch hitter appearance uh on your podcast uh that's why we do man,
0: man that's why yeah. i mean that's what the otl is all about you get you get a free agent telephone call from trevor einhorn at the airport mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. last second urgent urgent phone call Had don't to patch be surprised
0: him in. don't be surprised when he calls in from the airport and just drops some major news like that.
1: So the, the uh, moral of the story is always take that call. Always Always take take it. Always take the call.
0: Well, Ben, it's, uh, it's interesting. I I wanted to pick Trevor's brain right before he got on the plane and we didn't have a sex. So why don't I just have the, the, the conversation with you now, we should really talk about Durant and Irving Kyrie and, um, (laughs) just our thought process about the whole thing.
1: I, I can kick us off here, Chris. Um, I mean, so obviously it's going to be impossible to divorce uh, our, our analysis sure. here from our next fandom. I'm not even going to try to attempt that. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into how I feel personally, emotionally about last night. Um, frankly, Chris, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more relieved. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to say, and I'm sure that... Um, you know, every non-Nick fan out there listening is is uh, going to, you know, just accuse me of being in denial, of the stages of grief, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't really care. I know how I feel deep down inside. And that is one of a, um, like, a, a giant cloud, a big, heavy cloud lifting off of, from my shoulders and above my head, Um it it was a it was a, a uh, mental emotional psychological physiological um gymnastic exercise uh, that I've been undergoing for the past uh, six months now Let probably say, maybe maybe more as to, your friend to...
0: I can verify that for our yes. audience yes <laughs> I Listen, can verify Chris. for the I would say for the last
1: year yeah, I have I remember, seen
0: I... you walk a mental and emotional tightrope <laughs> <laughs> with Kevin Durant.
1: I'll reveal something here um, that we were potentially yes. saving for a future episode. I made an entire uh, Google document of um of of simple pluses and minuses to uh not Kevin Durant uh-huh. on the next but Kevin Durant as a human being <laughs> um this is this the, is me as a podcast producer
0: peeling back the curtain here folks yeah when Ben when my friend Ben Cross says he's putting he put together a Google Doc, we are talking about several several pages deep oh. Single-spaced, this is, like, full of links, this is full of, like, citations, this is a thorough, comprehensive Bible (laughs) on
1: pros and cons of Kevin Durant, the human are. if anyone remembers our as yet unfinished Allen Iverson uh, <laughs> yes. saga, um, it was it was going to reach those those scales. This I mean, I had literally like, just this is like started a started jotting down a few <laughs> notes, and it was like twelve pages long. No, this is um, the
0: background. This is like a background check. This is like I was, a literal FBI profile so I on. I <laughs> was
1: I was I was about to purchase that Marcus Thompson book. I was yeah. gonna I was gonna dig into all the biographies I could find on this guy. Yes, just to figure out you know, sort of how I can convince myself to be a fan of this of this person. Because yeah. as we've talked about it, like the stakes would have been really high. If if Durant had come here, it wouldn't have been like anything in the past. It wouldn't have been like, oh cool, he's a really good player. Um, it'll be fun to watch this team compete for a championship, yada yada. No, no, no. The the type of fan that we are, Chris, like we need to if we're actually gonna like dive full yes, headfirst into it needs to be um, love you know an, yeah. an, an, an emotional investment into a team and watch them try to go all the way um, it needs to be love it needs to be genuine it needs to be sincere yes and it, it has to be something that we that we aren't tricking ourselves into yeah. feeling or no, believing Now it's gotta
0: be romance man like yeah. we're, we're romantics like what can we say like we need to be wined and dined like we need to yeah. fall in love
1: yeah and, and and because of that, I was willing to put in the work, and I had put in the work, and I was going to put in a lot more work. Trust me, because I wasn't there yet, and I know you weren't fully either. No, I um, the fact that we now no longer have to do that that fucking gymnastic work is yeah. is like, ah, uh, it's just such a relief. It's, it's, a it's relief. such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, listen, um, I get it. He's good uh he's very very good he's probably still going to be pretty good when he comes back from this injury of course we don't know exactly how good he's going to be then on the other side you have Kyrie Irving um who you know like listen these guys were just they were made for each other um they're uh, you know I don't know if you saw the the uh the thing that um Katie posted on Instagram you know following following the actual announcement um he went on just to post on instagram quote uh, no man can speak or make decisions for me think for yourself and you'll find the truth um which could easily be a a kyrie irving tweet in terms of its uh, you know crypticness and like fake deepness <laughs> yes. and i just can't i can't yeah. wait for these two guys to get together and and just like you know try to out um uh like, like fucking, like out outrage each other at at the media about yeah. how they're being treated yeah. and how no one really understands them and the quest and the fucking like vision quest that they're both on. Um, they're, both, it, uh, like, they're both it's so like they're both so fucking pseudo
0: like philosopher kings. Oh my which god, is amazing!
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, do you so, remember, like emphasis uh, on the pseudo? It's so do, it's do, so.
0: Do you remember those subway ads? I feel like circa like two thousand nine, and they were like interested in philosophy? Like, what is the meaning of life? And there would yes, be like, there be like a drawing of like a fish out of water or like a yeah. stick figure is like, what is the meaning of it all? Do you ever wonder, yeah. like, sign up for this like philosophy class? I feel like Katie and Kyrie like, saw one of those ads and now they're like now they're they like signed ma- up and now they're
1: like yeah. majoring
0: in philosophy yeah like, and now it's like their fucking
1: religion that it's they're like, trying to convert dude, everyone to
0: relax like you took yeah. like one liberal arts class like relax
1: <laughs> it's I gotta tell you man it is it is fucking awesome that we don't have these guys on our team and have to convince ourselves that they are good and okay and cool because <laughs> they're not cool I mean if you if you saw the fucking actual Instagram uh, video that Katie posted with Let's that talk about fucking Let's talk
0: about the post. I mean,
1: I'd rather not. I'd rather uh, just erase it from my uh-huh. memory. The combination of like the font, uh-huh. the the weird, the weird combination of the different graffiti fonts. Graffiti font. Graffiti
0: it, font? It, was it
1: I guess it was graffiti because that's uh, what Brooklyn's all about. Uh-huh. Um yes. we're, the, we're the home of graffiti, yeah. Uh, as everyone who's who's lived there for twelve years like I have knows. Um set graffiti's very big there.
0: Set to the soundtrack of who?
1: So I don't know if you know this, Chris. Um, but there's a popular rapper uh, named Notorious B. Wow. He's actually since he's deceased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a pretty big guy back in the '90s. Gotcha. You probably don't remember, but he was actually born in Brooklyn. Whoa, you're um, blowing my
0: mind right now.
1: Yeah. So it turns out if you are um, uh, if you play for the Brooklyn Nets, right. that means that you are like Biggie Smalls. Oh, you geez. actually are him. No, yeah, yeah. So you get to listen to his music. Um, you get to uh, you know claim him and rep him uh-huh. and use his music in your cool Instagram post. And videos, um, and another guy that's that's similar um, to to Notorious B.I.G., whose nickname, by the way, is Biggie Smalls. Mm. Um, but there's another uh, different rapper, um, also from Brooklyn, okay. uh, named Jay Z. Wow! And Jay Z is also really cool. Um, he's he's a rapper. He makes really good, uh, cool rap songs. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just really, really cool that um, that you get to, you know, that that. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving get to go to the Brooklyn Nets and and play and listen to these guys' music and kinda like, you know, embody their their spirits and their badassness. It's really cool. Cool. It's really I'm really envious of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, since I, I left Brooklyn, as you know last year, That's right. um uh, to, and move to Philadelphia, so I can no longer listen to Biggie Smalls and Jay Z. <laughs> um, but I'm really jealous of those guys. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be super hip. hip and fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know. It's he, just he, like here's
0: my two cents on the whole situation. Yeah. Um, it's I, I, I'm maybe coming at this from a slightly different angle, but it's pretty funny to me how many people on the internet have joined the Knicks pile on. And mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't be surprised by that. But like, here's the deal. The Knicks were were the rumored destination for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving all year. And I'm not totally yeah. sure of the origin or genesis of that rumor, but that's what the entire NBA world was like led to believe, right? That those guys were coming to save the Knicks in free agency, mm-hmm. that it was mm-hmm. inevitable, that it was happening, whether we liked it or not. So hence, like... People like you and I, Ben. We better get on with. We better get like on uh, on board with it and figure out like a way to enjoy and and love Kevin Durant. And then right. KD got hurt in the NBA Finals. Right, he ruptured his Achilles tendon trying to help salvage one last Larry O'Brien Trophy for the Golden State Warriors. And right. in getting hurt. I don't know. Maybe Katie's priorities rightfully may have changed. Maybe his thinking may have changed. Honestly, we'll never know. None of us are in his head or his inner circle. We'll never know what exactly happened. But the bottom line is this Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving decided it was in their best interest to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Good for them. I'm surprised, mm-hmm. though, that the NBA community at large thinks that, like, the sky is falling in for the Knicks because it yeah. really isn't. Listen, Ben, yeah. like, if KD signed with the Knicks, they were still going to be awful next year and a year from now, who's to say that they would be much better than like a sixth, a sixth seed or an eighth seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs, right? And yeah. and and for years, for the last twenty years, thirty years, all we've ever done is 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 make fun of the Knicks. For, for rushing out and signing quick-fix free agents, right? Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, Amari Stoudemire, Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, Antonio the list McTex, goes on, and on. Eddie yeah. Curry. I could go on and on and on. And, and those were all guys who were going to, quote, save the franchise, remember? And yesterday, mm-hmm. what did the Knicks do? The, the Knicks decided that maybe, maybe they want to tread lightly on signing a guy with a ruptured Achilles tendon who's 30 years old to a 160 million dollar contract, and they're going to focus on growing their stable of young kids. LOL Knicks. I mean, yeah. we we can't win, man. Like if we signed KD. It's the same old Knicks. They added an aging star who, who's coming off right. a devastating injury, and if yeah, we... lo-
1: lo- locking them into a you know a, a half decade contract with a, a star past his prime, <laughs> right? And Classic. will maybe Knicks. get us to a four seed. Classic
0: yeah. Knicks. And then if we don't sign KD, it's same old Knicks. They can't get the big fish, so it's yeah. a no win situation. But like. Any true blue basketball hoophead fan who actually watches the Knicks, actually yeah. watches them in, game in and game out, knows that yes, we didn't win like the tabloid war yesterday, but it's probably in, in the best interest for the organization to, that, that we didn't sign Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Listen. And, that, so- doesn't, and that doesn't mean he isn't uh, a good acquisition for the Nets. Like one thing yeah. is not related to the other, they're two separate sure. things.
1: The Knicks made five signings yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, um, 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 Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, um, uh, Bobby Portis, um, Alfred Payton, and then uh, Wayne Ellington. And wait, is it six signings? It's six, isn't it? Uh, Um, I'm not sure. Ellington and... Reggie Bullock. I that's think right. that's six. Yep. Yeah. Three power forwards and three like wing guys. Uh, or I guess a point guard in Alfred Payton's pl- uh, case. Um, the point is that um, uh, Julius Randle's contract mm-hmm. was for three years with the third year very critically being a team option. Yes. And every other signing that they made was for two years with the second year being a team option. Right, Which means that... Basically, they, none of this fucking matters. Right. They just filled up some some cap space because they have to hit the you know uh, uh, the salary floor. That's right. Um, they essentially and, signed
0: guys to a, a bunch of guys to one year deals, with the exception yeah. of Randall, who they gave a two year deal. And if they like right. him a lot, and, and if they like him, they can keep him for a third. If he's performing at a great value, they'll keep him for the third year. It's yeah. like, it's no big Literally
1: deal. Literally, every single contract on the roster is going to expire in either a year or two years, and the team has control over all of it. So they'll have max space next season if they want. It's going to be a weak free agency with, you know, pretty much Draymond Green and Anthony Davis is the only big names. Of course, Davis will likely re sign with the Lakers. Um, but then in two years, when people like, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Paul George right. and several other big names will be available. The Knicks will have completely clean books. Um, right. I think at that point, the only players that will still be under contract for them will be, like, Kevin Knox, and then uh, Randall will have a team option, and Mitchell Robinson will have a team option. Uh, and I guess um, um, uh, R.J. Barrett, uh, presumably, would still be under contract. Uh, so the point is that, like, yeah, okay, so we didn't lock ourselves into... Uh, Durant and and Kyrie Irving but the fact is that even if we had like listen unless Durant, Kyrie like and Kawhi Leonard came to the Knicks uh, this season like our fortunes were not going to be changing in terms of like winning a championship Mm -hmm. Um, once it was clear that that wasn't going to happen like this was actually the best thing I mean I don't actually like any of these players Um, Bobby Portis is like a shitty chucker who doesn't play defense. Julius Randall will kind of be fun to watch, you know, bull his way into the lane and dunk on people, but he also doesn't play any defense. Alfred Payton. Oh wait, here's a fun uh stat mm. for you real quick. Um Tommy Beer. Ju- yeah, 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 of course. You already know it. Yeah, it's so
0: Tommy Beer special, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Tommy Beer special, baby. Only five players in NBA history have recorded <laughs> a triple double in five straight games. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robertson, and New New York Nick point guard, Alfred Payton. God, he's so good. <laughs> he's I mean, you know, he's he's he's, he's up ours. there with the greats. He's um, out, He's out now. Yeah. Ours. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's incredible that, that that we were able to snag him. Um, but uh yeah, I mean like whatever. Like I don't care about any of these players. I will watch them and they'll be maybe kind of fun and interesting, and then they'll hopefully be gone from the team in two years. Yeah, Um, I
0: I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. It's like, I get it. The Knicks are a really good joke. They're like a really great punching bag. Jim Dolan is their owner, and he has a band, and it's very funny. But if you just look at the basketball decisions, like this was smart Kevin Durant is not like the guy that a team with a bunch of 21 year olds should be adding it would be bad honestly it would be bad for Durant it would be bad for the Knicks like it didn't make sense for either of them
1: it made no sense like even signing Kawhi Leonard wouldn't have made any sense it would have just been like wasting and we we love fantastic players prime yeah Yeah, exactly I don't want to see that for him he
0: doesn't make sense on the Knicks the Knicks are the the, the point in the Knicks uh, process right now is just drafting young guys and growing them and getting them better you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they, th- honestly, I feel like the Knicks are probably still a year and a half or two years away from being ready to add any sort of marquee free agent talent. Oh, yeah. Talent. So,
1: yeah. They're, they're a G League team. And guess what? Like, it I'm, I'm more excited <laughs> and more, like, full of hope to watch this team than I have been at any time during the entire Carmelo Anthony era, at any time during the, you know, tail end of the Allen Houston era, like... It, like, basically, I haven't been more excited about this team since, like, the late 90s, which is ridiculous considering we're, like, now, like, the fucking punchline of the league. Yeah. But, like, in a way, it's it's kind of my dream. Yes. Um, yes. And it's going to be fun to watch. I don't understand how they're going to... It's actually, like, kind of crazy how deep the Knicks will be in terms of, like, uh, mediocre players. But, like, mm. when you look at our roster, we have a lot of, like... Guys who like would potentially be starting or like be decent backups like we're like full of like names like we're we're basically full of like players that you would consider drafting in a in a fantasy basketball league that's right you know we're like twelve or thirteen deep with those names um like none of them are good but it's like actually crazy the depth of mediocrity that that we will uh, have uh, on our roster uh, this coming season so yeah, I don't know I'm actually feeling pretty awesome about it. I think that um You know, like fucking thirsting after big name free agents is is lame and and not cool. It's actually (laughs) the new cool thing is not signing uh, big free agents. So as a Knicks fan, I I really couldn't be happier about about how last night went. Completely agree. Um, All
0: right. Let's pivot off the Knicks and talk a bit about some of the big takeaways from the past, you know, 48 hours. Um, I mean,
1: I feel like we should just do a quick because we're already like running long here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we should just hit on like who are our top, are each of our top like three or four like most interesting or like most excited about teams. Great, um, at, coming out coming out of last night.
0: Okay, great. You wanna you wanna start with your favorite team or favorite signing?
1: Um, sure, I'll I'll go ahead and say my hometown Philadelphia seventy sixers. Yeah. Um, assuming the Jimmy Butler, Josh, Josh Richardson deal goes through, um, and that's a, I guess a a pretty significant if at this point, but, um, but assuming that happens, like this is going to be one of the wildest and weirdest, uh, NBA teams that have been fielded in recent memory. I mean, uh, first of all, I have to give a huge shout out to the cookies podcast, um, because of their uh, no-kink-shaming meme. Um, No-kink-shaming. No-kink-shaming allowed here on that podcast or on ours. Um, The Sixers like their big boys. Um, They lost uh, a a sort of medium-sized boy in Jimmy Butler, and they added an even bigger boy in in Al Horford. Um, And that lineup is going to be just ridiculous. I mean... Uh, (laughs) like having a 6'10 point guard in Ben Simmons, and then, you know, Tobias Harris, who's like 6'9 at the three spot, um, you know, slotting in, I guess, Josh Richardson, presumably at the two, who's an awesome defense, like one of my favorite players in the league, as you know. Um, That's just going to be such a crazy fucking defensive team. They're probably going to score in the mid-80s and hold teams to like the... It's going to be... A su- serious and true throwback to like, you know, the, quote unquote disgusting, impossible to watch '90s basketball, <laughs> and I am so fucking here for it. I mean, Matisse Thybul, this rookie um, who averaged like a combined like seven fucking steals and blocks in college. Um, they've still got you know Zaire Smith, who's hopefully gonna gonna be healthy this year. Like, um, I I can't wait to watch this team and and just like see. I don't know. See what they can do with that ridiculous like fucking big boy, big thick boy lineup that they have. Um it's just going to be glorious. I can't wait.
0: Can't wait. All right, for me, uh I, I, this is a team that we've both talked we've both talked about how much we love um one of the big winners for me has been the New Orleans
1: Pelicans. Oh, absolutely!
0: Uh, I think David Griffin, man, he he's done just a spectacular job here in the last you know month or so. He wanted to add shooting. He wanted to add some veterans to to the young roster that they're putting together there and in free agency, he has already landed JJ Redick and Derek favors to, yeah. uh, both of those, you know, to, to check both of those boxes. He has a young roster, obviously led by Zion Williamson, Lonzo ball, Brandon Ingram, um, you know, like a, a, a preview here of what could be the Pelicans rotation next season at point guard. Listen to this at point guard. We have depth of Lonzo ball, Frank Jackson, and Nikkel, is it Nikkel Alexander-Walker? I think that's... I have no idea. Yeah, great. (laughs) Sounds
2: good.
0: (laughs) And then uh, at Shooting Guard, they have Drew Holiday, J.J. Reddick, Josh Hart, at Small Forward, Mm. Brandon Ingram, uh, Kenrick Williams, at at Power Forward, Zion Williamson, uh, Christian Wood at center. They have Derek Favors, Jackson Hayes, and Jaleel Okafor. I mean, they're just going to be a really deep, fun, young team. Um, I love what's happening down in New Orleans. You know... I think this is just exactly what New Orleans needed uh, in the wake of the Anthony Davis saga. Was just a deep young team that the fans can get behind. And uh, round of applause to David Griffin for what is what what is happening what, what he's I, making happen down there.
1: I mean, I was already so psyched about this team before yesterday, and then when I saw that they were adding JJ Redick, it was like, "Wow, you wow. are truly Stim- a <laughs> high level organization now." That's right. It's, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, everyone knows how we feel about JJ. No secret. He's, he's an OTL all-star, yeah, that's right. uh, all, you know, second team, all OTL, all OTL yep. um, you know, to, to, to be able to, to get a player of that caliber and a human being, frankly, a man of that mm-hmm. caliber, um, really just couldn't be more impressed with that franchise. Sure. My goodness.
0: Sure. Uh, anyone else you want to mention teams? You want to mention a signing you loved, uh, a philosophy approach that you I mean, here oof, on gosh,
1: Zero. Um, I definitely love what Memphis is doing. Yep. Uh, they kind of feel a little bit like a, like a New Orleans light, um, you know, building around, uh, you know, Morant and, and, triple J and I guess they, they just took on the, uh, Iguodala, um, who they're probably gonna, uh, wave and, and ship elsewhere. Sure. Um, but Igu- they got Iguodala some, some feels, draft picks.
0: Iguodala feels like a guy that gets waved and signs with the Lakers,
1: right? Yeah, something like that. But they um, but they got some draft picks from Golden State for their trouble, which mm-hmm. are very lightly protected, which could be really valuable in, you know, four, three, four years' time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really love their long-term approach. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think Memphis is cool. Obviously, Utah's going to be super what the jazz are interesting. Yeah so, yeah, so the jazz. Go ahead and land, tell me about the jazz.
0: Jazzland uh, shooter Bogdan Bogdanovich and uh, obviously no, Bo- Bojan, oh, right? Bo- yeah, Bo- I get them confused. Boyan Bogdanovich yeah, yeah. and uh, Ed Davis, and mm. yeah, obviously the Jazz get better offensively and defensively. Not to mention Mike Conley, right? The acquisition of Mike Conley. So the low low key the Jazz are uh, making themselves a contender in the Western Conference very exciting what's happening out in Salt Lake with uh, with the jazz um, and then, Personally, I kind of like what the Indiana Pacers are doing. I mean, it's not yeah. hip, it's not sexy, but you know, adding some shooting around Victor Oladipo and Sabonis while taking away a key cog from the Milwaukee Bucks by adding Malcolm Brogdon. This is former rookie of the year Malcolm Brogdon, former uh, you know, recently uh, is, is a guy that joined the 50-40-90 club um and yeah like i said they 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 they, uh they strengthen themselves while weaken a conference rival in the bucks i like what the pacers are up to
1: definitely agree with that yeah the the bucks man you mentioned them like that's Mm. gonna be i feel like they definitely kind of got worse uh you know losing brogdon although they did add uh brooke lopez's brother twin brother robin so uh can't wait to see those uh majors those big uh you know disney world fans those uh big finally
0: has twins yep
1: yeah love those guys together um they've never played together on the same team have they
0: uh no they have not
1: yeah that's fun that's super i fun. guess they played together um, at
0: stanford right but they're we uh, we've never seen them together in the pros
1: yeah crazy um yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm just running down my... Um, yeah, we've already covered. Do not like what the Brooklyn Nets did. Um, do not like it at all yeah. um, for them. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that they had fucking signed DeAndre Jordan to four years, $40 billion. <laughs> yeah, classic. have fun with that. Big, Classic modern lazy, day
0: NBA center, Ben. Classic <laughs> mod, you know, stretch him out to the three point line. You know, a very oh, lean, yeah. very extremely lean, agile, agile shot blocker center. You know, that is yeah, all great about hands, defense, and shooting three. Super, super active. Guards multiple has a, positions. You know, wait till you yeah. see him covering a point guard or a shooting oh, guard in yeah. the wing. I mean, this guy he can, can easily play all guard four court. positions. That's right. Incredible
1: motor, always moving, always running. to right. Jordan. That's right. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think just another narrative or theme that I wanted to mention, and I I feel like there's like conversation or or is worthy Mm. of conversation is just like, we have now seen some seismic shifts in power, uh, in the Mm -hmm. NBA in just like a matter of like a night here, like, you know, golden state lost two NBA finals, MVPs in Durant and Iguodala. Um, the Brooklyn Nets have added two marquee vets in KD and Kyrie. Obviously, we're waiting a year on uh, Durant to get on the floor, and you know, then obviously the Nets are a young team that tasted some early playoff success last year. Uh, it's looking more and more like the Lakers will be a powerhouse in the West, like we were talking about with Trevor, especially if they're able to land Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, we're waiting on Kawhi, and uh, in the yeah, West, yeah,
1: it's crazy that amidst all of this, this fucking. Uh, uh, you know hyster- hysteria hysteria has just been like nah, i'm good like I'll, i'm just i'm just gonna, like hang out here yeah. for a day like yeah. it's so not- and no one has any there's like been no like leaks or rumblings or inklings just or just making the league wait yeah yeah fantastic really crazy uh, western um,
0: conference finalist the portland trailblazers at hassan whiteside on a one-year ye- deal He's got yeah. one year left on that contract, while yeah. Yusuf Nurkic recovers from his uh, devastating leg injury. Obviously, the Celtics lose Kyrie and Horford, but they managed to steal Kemba Walker away from the Charlotte Hornets. And then, uh, like we just talked about, what are the implications of the Bucks losing Brogdon? Uh, maybe the Pacers pick up a little bit of ground with uh, the leaders in the Eastern Conference. Just a lot of interesting shifts in power throughout the NBA so it will be very interesting to see how uh, how it all translate as the season gets underway here in a couple of months
1: yeah yeah craziness anything else Fucking craziness. anything else
0: we need to cover anything else you want to touch on
1: yeah we didn't even talk about i, I guess there's a lot of te- you know there's just there's too much there's too i mean I we didn't talk about the celtics at all i know and his canter is a celtic incredible um <laughs> like uh there's just um yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot that happened the bulls are going to be very interesting um we like we like the bulls a lot mm-hmm. with uh with sataransky mm-hmm. and um oh thaddeus young oh yeah thad young Whew, yeah i don't know man i'm uh i'm exhausted i i don't Same. even know i feel like it's gonna take you know still days and weeks to work through all the implications here i know man got a couple of big shoes left to left to drop but um well we wait yeah, on
0: Kawhi. i think that's the biggest theme moving forward we wait on Kawhi,
1: like... and, and we wait to see yeah exactly what if the lakers have any other moves left to like they they have no one they <laughs> sign no one other than yeah getting uh ad exactly it's crazy.
0: one last thing I want to throw out there before we wrap up here Ben and our mm. friend worldwide Wob uh, mentioned this on his mm-hmm. live stream last night and I feel like uh, you know obviously it applies for teams like the Knicks but it certainly applies for really teams like the Lakers is or, or the Raptors for that matter is like you know whatever happens with free agency Don't freak out. Try to relax because, and and, and bear in mind, we are only one (laughs) disgruntled player away Mm -hmm. from like a whole other circus starting. And it happens every summer. You know what I mean? Like whether it's Kyrie Irving wanting out of the Cavs whether it's Paul George wanting out of the Pacers, whether it's Kawhi Leonard wanting out of the, the Spurs last summer, every mm-hmm. year it's the same thing, right? There's Jimmy this,
1: Jimmy Butler will probably want out of Miami exactly. in about two months.
0: There's, there's this free agent flurry. Everyone thinks the league is settled. Everyone thinks they know it's, all the rosters are settled until middle of July, until early August when, guess what, someone is disgruntled and says, hey, Trade me now because I'm not re-signing here in four years <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. It exactly. Is. So yeah. you know it. Uh, I mean, as as the dust settles here with free agency, try to keep in mind, keep one eye on the prize, and just know that you know there's another there's another uh, shoe that's going to drop. Uh, I'm sure in the next couple of weeks when someone uh, demands a trade. So, yep. with that, with that in mind, Ben, I think we're gonna we should wrap it up here. Thank you, uh, thank you as always for hopping on the pod here. This was a lot of fun.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, I just I want to congratulate you, Chris, on all your hard work. Thank the you, past, man. you know, four days, um, you know, just <laughs> work, working those phones to the bone, tireless and, and breaking all the news. Hey, same I mean, to you,
0: man. We really we put our best foot forward here and. Once again, it's incredible the LTL yeah, has just demolished in free agency.
1: Yeah. I mean, most most of this stuff we, we broke weeks ago. If anyone wants to go back and listen to previous episodes. It's there, um, folks. You can, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all back there. there. <laughs> we we, we called the, 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 the Durant News. We called the D'Angelo News. Right. Um, all that stuff um, we, we, we were able to report on before anyone else so go back and listen to those episodes I urge everyone Ben thank you and, very uh,
0: much I'm, I'm thrilled that we made it back safely from the Mexican border and uh, wow. I'm sure as soon as Kawhi gives us some indication where he's going to be signing you and I will be talking soon enough
1: who, who knows we could be recording another podcast in about four hours
0: <laughs> rest up man rest up keep working the phones keep reporting whatever it is that you have available as to you. always and uh, yep. I'll talk to you a little bit alright
1: alright man all right, later
0: all right. Hope you enjoyed that. My name's Chris Wendellick and This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at Line underscore pod. Find me on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Hop into a deep dive. Check out a draft. It's all on the website. Please, if you could, rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. Try not to lose your minds. And I will talk to you guys in a little bit.